Bill O'Reilly here, and you are listening to a special radio interview with Donald Trump, the President of the United States. Mr. Trump has not done an extensive radio interview since he won the election in 2016. That will change today. We will talk to him about the current impeachment situation, Ukraine, talk to him about what he's going to do to try to stop the Mexican cartels and the terrible homeless problem out in California. We're going to talk to the president about his emotional state on being attacked almost every day by a media that loathes him. The genesis of this interview is that I've known President Trump for more than 30 years. I've done more interviews with him than any other human being on the planet. He trusts me, but he's always wary. He's always saying, Bill, don't get too tough. Um, I recently wrote a book, The United States of Trump, where I interviewed him extensively. Uh, I hope you will check that book out. It is a history book on him, not a pro-Trump, not an anti-Trump. So we are pleased to present this Thanksgiving time a very special interview with the President of the United States. So, Mr. President, uh, thank you very much for doing this interview for millions of people around uh, the country and the world on radio. I think this is your first extensive radio interview. Do you feel like FDR, because he used radio to get his message across? Well, he did indeed, and he used it well. A little bit different time. We have a little, a few more options, Bill, a few more options today, which I like, and social media has been Uh, very dominant. And it's certainly been a very good thing for me because the press is so dishonest, just unbelievable. So with social media, I can go around the corrupt media. In hindsight, if you had to do the phone call with the Ukraine president again, would you mention Joe Biden? Well, I was mentioned just as very unimportantly. And as you know, Joe Biden's son became rich as soon as Joe Biden became vice president. And in my way of thinking, that's totally corrupt. And the press, this is what I talk about the the media. They don't want to cover it. Every Republican is shaking their head. They can't believe it. I have the highest rating ever in the history of the Republican Party, 95% approval. Ronald Reagan was at 87%. He was second. Uh, They see what I'm saying. Uh, Joe Biden it was it's criminal what they've done and frankly that they get away with it is amazing the son who was who didn't have a job who got thrown out of the navy who was really down and out all of a sudden is making millions and millions and millions of dollars working with ukraine had no knowledge of energy he was working with an energy company as you know has no knowledge of energy and they were paying him i guess many people say 168,000 a month it varies but we know it's very high millions of dollars then he goes to china picks up 1.5 billion dollars for a fund which is tens of millions of dollars a year in fees and other things uh and now other countries are coming to light it's it's a payoff it's absolutely a payoff no the call was a perfect call I had your friend Mark Levin go do a whole show on it. I had Greg Jarrett. I didn't have. They did it. I just happened to see it. I had Greg Jarrett analyze it. There was nothing said wrong. It was a very, very nice call. So you're and we intent. have to look for corruption, Bill. We have to look for corruption. I mean, we're sending them tremendous amounts of money. Uh, we don't want to be sending it for corrupt purposes. And the other thing that bothers me is why isn't France and Germany and 
you know, NATO, you could say, why aren't these other countries and, and institutions, why aren't they paying some of the money? Why is it always the sucker United States? Were you and surprised? Were you, were you surprised that the narrative being put out by the Democratic Party and the press right now is all about you trying to hurt Biden for personal gain. That's the narrative they're putting out. That's why you have the impeachment inquiry. Well, it's a false narrative, and it's uh, shocking, except that they're corrupt. The media is a part of the Democrat Party, essentially, and the media is very corrupt. Not all of it. I know some great journalists and some uh, good, you know, honorable folks. But generally speaking, you read these stories in the New York Times or the or the Washington Post. It has nothing to do with those hearings. Uh, and you see what's happening with the polls way down. The the concept of impeaching the president are way down. They've taken a dive since the hearings and the hearings were rigged. Adam Schiff wouldn't give us lawyers. He wouldn't give us uh, witnesses. We can't talk to the whistleblower who's a fake whistleblower. We have to talk to Adam Schiff. Why did Adam Schiff make up what I said? He went before Congress and read a statement about what I said, but it wasn't what I said. He no, made it, it up, 100% me. made up. Right. Um, what was Rudy Giuliani? No, he wasn't mocking me, Bill. He, Bill, he wasn't mocking me. He was trying to get them to believe I said what he made up. And it was horrible what he yeah. said. That's why I he released says, the transcript. I don't, I don't really care what he says, but um, what was Rudy Giuliani doing in Ukraine on your behalf? Well, you have to ask that to Rudy, but Rudy, I don't, I don't even know. If, I know he was going to go to Ukraine, and I think he canceled the trip. Uh, but you know, Rudy has other clients other than me. I'm one. So you didn't, you didn't direct represent. him to go there on your behalf. You no, didn't. No, but no, but but you have to understand, Rudy is a great corruption fighter. He's one of the greatest in the last fifty years. He was the greatest mayor in the history of the city of New York by far. Uh, much better than Bloomberg. I mean, Bloomberg, when he took it over, the crime was in great shape. I mean, Rudy did a great job as mayor. And, you know, when you when you uh, think, I mean, he has to look. I mean, he felt he felt personally insulted by what happened during my campaign because there were a lot of bad things happening. And you know that better than anybody else. A lot of really bad things were happening during my campaign. In a way, it's a miracle that I won because with all of the – those horrible things with the media against, with the the uh, dishonesty, the tremendous dishonesty. And then you hear about Google and Facebook and Twitter, everybody against. And we won. And really, I, I guess you could say it was a landslide in the Electoral College. So and, uh, Rudy Giuliani, but he's, he's your personal lawyer. Giuliani is your personal lawyer. So you didn't direct yeah. him to go to Ukraine and do anything or put no, any heat on him? No, I didn't direct him, but he... he he is a he is a warrior. Rudy's a warrior. Rudy went. He possibly saw some. But you have to understand, Rudy has other people that he represents. No, I know he has a big firm that that, that does it. And work. he does. I think he's done work in Ukraine for years. You know, I just absolutely done a lot of. He's done a lot of work in Ukraine over the years, and I think. I mean, that's what I heard. I might have even read that someplace, but he's a good man and he's an honorable guy and he's a great crime fighter, corruption fighter. Okay. Probably the best in 50 years. Why? And when he saw when he saw what, you know, he was very much involved in this fake phony Mueller report that took two years and he saw what happened and he was aggrieved by it, as was I and as was everybody else that was involved. It was a disgrace. We'll be right back with more. 
of my exclusive interview with President Donald Trump. Please stay tuned. As the fake media and elitist left try to take down our president through impeachment, some Americans are asking, where is our voice? Who is defending us in Washington? Who speaks for conservatives? AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, that's who. AMAC offers its members incredible benefits, a bi-monthly magazine and tireless advocacy in Washington. AMAC fights for border security, freedom of speech and religion, and values articulated by Ronald Reagan, like strong defense and limited government. AMAC is dedicated to preserving America's core values for the future, not socialism and Medicare for all. The next election will decide our nation's future. AMAC defends the country we love. Isn't it time you joined? Please join online today at amac.us. America will be glad to see you stand with AMAC. www.amac.us. Welcome back. Bill O'Reilly here, and I'm joined once again by the President of the United States. So, Mr. President, I tell my audience that the only time I've really seen you show emotion to me was when I interviewed you about the Robert Mueller report right after it came out. I don't know whether you remember, but it was last June um, right. for the United States of Trump, the book that I, I wrote on you. And you showed right. emotion, and it's the last chapter of the book. So uh. you were, were you relieved when it came out? Were you angry? What was your feeling when Mueller finally said, we don't really have anything on the president? Well, I knew I did nothing wrong. Uh, just like Hillary Clinton the other day said that Tulsi Gabbard and that yeah. Bill Stein, the, <laughs> no. the Green Party, that they're uh, that they're you know agents of Russia. Okay, well that's the same thing they said about me, and it was just as fake. Now I know that I don't know those two people, but I know they have nothing to do with Russia. Okay, right. but with me it took me two years to get out of that. It's a disgrace what we're no. Well, I hope I didn't show emotion because I don't like to show too much emotion. No, I but you did. You, you no. It's not a bad thing to show emotion. I mean, you were. Well, look, any it, human Bill, being would have. We went through two years of a witch hunt like nobody's ever gone through. Right. And I won, and there was no collusion whatsoever, and there were thousands of of subpoenas and hundreds of of uh, interviews. And, you know, you say, who knows what they're going to say? People could lie. People could. Who knows what's going to sure. happen? And it came out no collusion. After all of that work, it came out no collusion. Did any of the press apologize people, to you? There are a few people. Nobody apologized. Did none no, of the press apologized. said, hey, because you were convicted in the New York Times, the Washington Post, yeah. and the cable nets. Yeah. They convicted no, they you. Nobody, nobody said, hey, I'm sorry we got it wrong. Not one person. No, nope, not one person said it. Uh, Mueller didn't say it. His uh, bunch of uh, 13 angry Democrats never said it. It went to 18, by the way, as you know. Uh, but they never said it. Uh, the Washington Post never apologized to me for false reporting for years. Uh, the New York Times didn't uh, apologize. That's amazing. And, and nobody apologized. CNN, I mean, CNN, they had. Well, this, they're making money thing. hating you. You know that. They make money hating you. Yeah, I know. But nobody applied. It's a very good, you know, I hadn't thought of it that way. I guess they're so bad and so evil, I never expected to have an apology. Well, if I get it wrong, I apologize. I don't think I've ever got it wrong with you. But, you know, if I get it wrong, I apologize. What about John Bolton? We've done a lot of work together. Yeah. What about John Bolton? Why did he leave your administration? Well, I got along with John. I always did. But he was having a little difficulty with some of the other folks. And it was time. It was not a big deal, I didn't think. And 
Uh, I've always liked him. Uh, he's a tough guy. He's, you know, has a tough attitude on, on the world. And I do too, frankly, maybe, uh, I would be a little bit, uh, a little bit longer in terms of doing something. I could wait a little bit longer and maybe, but maybe I'm more severe than he is. I mean, it's, uh, you know, but, but John, I've always liked him. I've always gotten along and he's had a couple of people in there, one in particular who I really liked, who worked very closely with him. And, and, uh, I, you know, we we very much are of the same thinking, other than sometimes he'd want to go a little bit faster and do it faster than me. But, but why did he leave? He's a he's a he's a warrior in the sense that he wants to take care of things when this country isn't respected. But why did he leave your administration? Uh, different really differences with not me as much as uh, one or two other people that are important, you know, that have positions that are very important. So I'm uh, reading, I, I'm reading Secretary say, of State Pompeo here. I'm reading that well, into what you said. Whoever. I mean, that you'd have to ask them. Right. You could ask John. Was he I too hawkish? Very, was, I had a very good relationship with John, actually. Okay. Was was he too hawkish? Was he too aggressive? Well, in, he's a hawk. There's oh, no yeah. doubt about it. Absolutely. There's no doubt. And you're not going to change that. I wouldn't want to change that. I viewed John as you know, very much of an advantage uh, because I'll make that final decision. But, you know, bringing John in, the other side views it and they say, wow, he's, he's tough. So, uh, no, my relationship with John was a very good relationship, actually. Uh, what's holding up the China deal? They're uh, much tougher negotiators with me than they were with Where's Hunter, Meaning Biden, <laughs> I call him Where's Hunter because he disappears. You know, just takes all the money that he ripped off and disappears. Do you ever notice one of the most incredible things is during the debates? It's such a big subject. I'll tell you one thing: if he gets the nomination, that's going to dominate my debates. It's going to dominate. I will make sure it dominates because what he did is is corrupt. But do you ever notice that not one Democrat? You know, they'll they'll debate each other. They want to win. They never mention that. And I watched uh, Anderson Cooper during one of the debates, and he brought it up almost like he was embarrassed to even bring up the subject. Why do you think I the mean, journalists didn't uh, didn't think that question up? It doesn't seem to be a tough question. Because they're corrupt. Ah. They're corrupt. It's a corrupt establishment. You look at ESPN, and you look at what they've done. If I do something great, for instance, al-Baghdadi, I took down, we, we killed al-Baghdadi. You You said ESPN, you're talking CNN now, right? I'm sorry, CNN. Right. ESPN's pretty bad, too, by the way. <laughs> you know the That's why they're down the dog. That's why they're down the tubes. I mean, you look at what's happened to ESPN, it's like a different deal. But they're pretty bad, too. In fact, they may be just as bad. But uh, that's why they're down. But you, know, you ever notice the Academy Awards used to be the greatest thing? That's way down because they were hitting Trump and they were hitting millions of millions of our people and they turned off. Yeah, they turned off. Now it's not even doing well. They can't even get the a host. Academy Awards. Nobody the wants Academy to host Awards it. was the biggest thing outside of the Super yeah. Bowl. Now it's like a regular show uh, because they were hitting our people and our people don't need to. They don't want to take it. They don't want to take it. So help me. Here, no, CNN, if you look at CNN, the yeah. way they. I mean, it's just story after story. But and nobody the watches thing. them. You hopefully, know, I'll be. Hopefully, we'll be talking for five more years. Okay, but when I do leave at some point, you know, a lot of them think I'll never leave. I mean, this character, Bill Maher, said he'll never leave. Don't you know he's <laughs> going to win? 
but he's never going to leave. No matter what, he'll never leave. Don't you know that? And I used to think he was kidding. He's actually serious. He really believes that. But let's say I'm there, hopefully for five years, we'll win and we'll do good. Look, the economy just hit a new record as we're speaking, just hit a brand new record. Greatest economy in the history of our country. Uh, the stock market just hit a new record. Uh, it's up a lot today. And that's great because, you know, I view it not that way. I view it as jobs. Every time I see that going up, I know it's jobs. Did you ever hear? I mean, of course you did, but it's the economy, stupid. I guess that was Clinton or somebody. It's all about the economy. Well, I have the greatest economy in the history of politics, all right? Nobody's ever had an economy like I do. I hope it stays this way. But I have the greatest. Nobody gives me any credit for that. Nobody says, well, he can't be beaten because the economy is so strong. If I were a Democrat and if I had this economy, and if Hillary got in, by the way, the economy would be, it would have crashed. Okay? It would have crashed. But if I were a Democrat with this economy, it wouldn't even be a contest. They'd all be talking about he can't be beaten. The economy's too good. Very famous line. You know, it's the economy, stupid. Yeah, that it's was all a... about the economy. So, so I have the strongest economy in the history of politics. Mm -hmm. Nobody's ever come close. I have the best unemployment numbers in the history of politics. African-American, Hispanic, Asian-American, the lowest unemployment in the history of, of our country. And guess what happens? Nobody ever mentions it. If I had these numbers and I was a Democrat, I don't think you could have these numbers as a Democrat, by the way. But if I had these numbers and everyone's 401k is up 60, 70, 80%, if I, and by the way, if I lost, they'll crash. It'll be a, a terrible thing. And, and the other thing is the Times, the Washington Post, CNN, all these people, they're all going to be out of business. I looked at a New York Times a month before I ran, before the great escalator ride down with, with a wonderful woman who turned out to be a great first lady, okay? So I'm riding down the escalator. I looked at the New York Times a month before that. I mean, I looked at it a lot, but especially a month, it was about four or five weeks before. I held it up in my office to a group. It was like a leaflet that you, that you hand out at a supermarket. It was, there was almost nothing in there. No, they've declined. There's no me, doubt about it. It's now a vibrant paper for a little while. But after I'm gone, hopefully that'll be in long time. But because we still have a lot of work to do. But after I'm gone, Bill, it goes out of business. Well, the whole media is. Uh, I think you're going to start a media company, Trump TV. That's what I think. But well, we'll get to that in a minute. But if you could get the people. China deal, I'm not. I'm not interested in that. But no. Okay, go ahead. If you could no, get the I'm, China deal, no, the economy. I mean, you know, I'm interested in. I'm interested in one thing. I'm interested in what I'm doing now to make the country. And it's really about make America great again. Now it's getting to be keep America great. Probably right. We talked about that in the book. Um, right. But if you could get America the China great. deal, the economy would then go into another um, level. And and I'm wondering what's holding that deal up. Uh, me. Yeah. I'm holding it up. Really. Yeah. Because because it's got to be a good deal if it's not. You have to understand, China's been taking out $500 billion a year for many years out of our country, okay? Hundreds of billions of dollars. 200, 300, 500, 400, back and forth. But on average, hundreds of billions of years. Not millions, hard to believe. Billions. They've been taken like we're babies, like we're school children. Especially during Biden's reign with uh, Barack Obama. Uh, they ripped us off like nobody's ever been ripped off. And, and oh, Biden didn't even know it. When he first got into the race, he was saying how wonderful they were. And so we can't make a deal that's like even. We have to make a deal. I told that to President Xi. 
we're so far down that we can't just make an even deal. We have to make a deal where we do much better because we have to catch up. I have one more question on the economy, and then we'll get into uh, the homeless thing, which is fascinating, and the Mexican thing, which is really brutal. Mr. President, if you could please stay with us for a moment. We'll be right back after a few words. In business, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. Companies that don't have a clear picture of their finances often fail. This is what NetSuite by Oracle has set out to solve. Serious entrepreneurs and finance teams run on NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite offers a full real-time picture of all your finances from one place on your phone or desktop. No more worry that what you don't know could kill your company. NetSuite customers grow three times faster than the S&P 500, and you will too. So schedule your free demo right now and receive their free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits at netsuite.com bill. Set up your free demo. Get your free guide today at netsuite.com bill. That's netsuite.com slash bill. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome back to my exclusive interview with President Donald Trump. Um, on the economy, your administration has spent more money, more federal dollars than the Obama administration did in its first right. term. Uh, is that yeah, worrying you because to. we owe $23 no. trillion? Dollars? No, it doesn't, because for a different reason. I can solve that. That's much easier than what I've been doing. I've had to rebuild the military, Bill. I've rebuilt the military. Uh, I took over this great country, and our military was in horrible shape. It was totally depleted. I had a general walk in and tell me they had no ammunition. We don't have ammunition. Can you imagine? I said, no, no president should ever hear that again. And I went to work very quickly, and we bought massive amounts of ammunition to a point where we could barely store it. And I rebuilt new planes, new ships are being built, new, a lot of things. Plus, I'm working it, you know, like you probably read, I'm very unhappy with a certain aircraft carrier that's way over budget. That was an Obama deal. So incompetent, the way they give out contracts, I've never seen anything like it. And all that stuff is being worked on. You know, this is for years and years, this is even before him, but this is for years and years. And, but, but we've had to rebuild the military. We had to fix our country. And when I'm ready to go, it's, it'll be very easy to bring down costs, much harder. We had a, I had to fix our military. That was a, the biggest. Yeah, we, okay. just, we just approved so you're confident $738 billion. I want to get you on a record. In a, in a second term, if you're reelected, you're going to try to bring down that debt? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. That'll be easy. You know why that's easy? Why? Because all of these things and much of the money that I'm spending right now, and a lot of it's on the military. We're building a wall along the Mexican border. We need that wall desperately. Right. Uh, I, I'm taking it out largely out of the military. It's being built by the Army Corps of Engineers. It's going up very rapidly. But we, we need, you know, all of these things. The Democrats want to have open borders. They want open borders. They want these people to come in, and many of them are stone-cold criminals. And they will rape and pillage, okay? We can't have them in. Well, while we're on that subject, without a wall, you can't have border security. While we're on that subject, and you and I occasionally speak, and I never, ever say to anybody what you and I talk about, because we've known each other for 30 years. I don't know how you've put up with me for that long, but long time. No, I respect one of the things that you have said to me, and I don't think you'll be um, 
angry about me putting this out there, is that if another country murdered 100,000 Americans with guns, we would right. go to war with that country. Yet right. the Mexican drug cartels kill more than 100,000 Americans right. every That's year right. by the importation of dangerous narcotics. Right. Are you going to designate those cartels in Mexico as terror groups and start hitting them with drones and things like that? I don't want to say what I'm going to do, but they will be designated. I don't say what I want to do. I've already offered Mexico. I, I like the president very much. I actually get along with this president uh, much, much better than the previous president. And in theory, this president is has socialistic tendencies, but I think he's a very good man. Uh, but I've actually offered him to let us go in and clean it out. And he so far has rejected the offer. But at some point, something has to be done. Look, we're losing 100,000 people a year to what's happening and what's coming through on Mexico. And they have unlimited money, the people, the cartels, because they have a lot of money because it's drug money and human trafficking money. And you have to see some of the devices where they put it in cylinders of cars and you cannot tell. Uh, the thing that can sniff it out is a dog. The equipment you buy for tens of millions of dollars can't do it. A dog can do it, okay? Can you believe it? There's nothing like a good old-fashioned German Shepherd uh, dog, from, especially from a specific area. They're unbelievable. But, uh, no, we're, we're losing 100,000 people. Now, multiply that times 10, the families that are destroyed. You know, you have right. families that are absolutely destroyed. It is a very, very sad situation. So very, you are going to designate no, the. Something's going to have to done. You're going to designate yeah, the Mexican cartels as I terror groups. Designating the cartels, absolutely. All right, absolutely. That'll be and a I've big been, story. I've been working on that for the last ninety days. You know, designation is not that easy. No, you I have know. To go through a process, and we're well into that process. And where do you see they'll attack you for doing that? That, I mean, I don't care. Uh, no, I know that, I'm but attacked, if that's how I'm, absurd I'm it is. I'm attacked on everything. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm attacked on everything. But the Democrats want open borders. They want sanctuary cities where they protect criminals. And you know, the people in those sanctuary cities don't want them, including in California. They don't want them. Well, California is they interesting. Take a vote. One of the most disgraceful things that I think all Americans see is what's happening in Los Angeles, Seattle, San Francisco with the thousands of mostly drug-addicted, substance abusers, homeless, running right. wild. And right. you have uh, said that you're going to have the EPA go in there and make it an environmental, a federal environmental um, problem so you can deal with it because yep. the local Democrats won't. Can you I've explain? I've started the procedure. Can EPA you... has already sent very powerful letters and letters of essentially letters of default to San Francisco. Others are going out to L.A. because what's happening is the all of the horrible things that first we have to take care of our homeless, but we also have to save these cities. These cities are great cities and they're going down the tubes. Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco. What's going on there is unbelievable. Los Angeles, you take a look at, at what's happening and human waste, needles, drugs, everything. It's being sent into the Pacific Ocean through the storm sewers. Storm sewers are not supposed to have that. They're not supposed to have that. And all of this stuff during is washing into the storm sewers and going into the Pacific Ocean. And EPA has let them know because, you know, People, some people smile, people that nobody don't smile, but I'm very much an environmentalist. I want clean air. I want clean water. 
And what's happening is all of these needles and all of this horrible stuff where police are getting sick by walking. They're literally getting sick. They're very sick, many police, by walking the beat, just by walking by it every day, where tenants that are paying a lot of money coming from other countries in some cases, they want to leave these buildings because they don't want to have to walk through. I mean, they're walking through thousands of people that are, you know, in some cases uh, sick, very sick. And it's a very sad thing for everybody. So and what Nancy can the federal Pelosi, government do? Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi ought to be focused on that as opposed to focused on this most ridiculous thing I've seen, impeachment, which right. has gone way, way down in the numbers now that people understand it. Way, way down. And especially in swing states and with independents. But let's just get back to the, to the homeless thing. What can the federal government do to stop the homeless encampments? What can you guys do? Well, the first thing we have to do is remove the people from the streets and put them in uh, institutions or in some cases, as you know, uh, put them in hospitals. And you think that'll happen? Many, many of these people are sick people. Right. Uh, many of these people are, are sick, very, very sick. And we have to remove them. Uh, we have to put them where they can have some care, some good care. And we have to, in some cases, put, uh, you know, facilities outside in areas that aren't expensive yeah where military build, bases where you have land but i can see san land, francisco not where you have 50 story buildings every block i can see the attorney general becerra of california and the governor newsom out there fighting you if, oh they'll fight me if the feds they'll try to oh. close down these encampments i can see that well newsom fought me in forest fires now he finds out i'm right those fires in california there's no reason to have them the floors of the forests are filthy dirty meaning feet of leaves and fallen timber. You know, when a tree falls, if it's there for more than 18 months, it becomes like a matchstick, okay? It's dry, dead bone dry. And the leaves underneath are, are bone dry. In some cases, they're there for years. And when you start one little fire, it goes up. The whole thing goes up. If they would clean that out, you wouldn't have fires. You would have very few fires. I mean, you have cities that are called forest cities. They're in forests in Europe, you take a look at their forest countries. You have countries that are in the mountains. They don't have anything like this. And they have more flammable lumber of the type that California has, but more flammable than that. All right. More inclined to burn. Well, it'll be and interesting to see if you, uh, when you go up against the state of California, because they'll try to prevent the federal government from cleaning up the homeless. Well, problem. we're doing it with cars, too. Yeah. Cars, you, there's, people are spending $3,500 more for a car. That's not as good because it's sucking. It needs a little more energy. It needs a little more gasoline, okay? Just a little bit more, like from a, like from a glass. And... Instead, they spend 3000 more and the cars are unsafe because they make them so light. They're like paper mache. So what I've done is I've said we're going to build and we're going to end up in litigation with these characters. We're going to build a much more, a much stronger car, a much safer car that's going to cost less money and it's going to work better. Mr. President, if you could please stay with us for a moment. We'll be right back after a few words. There are literally thousands of abandoned animals that need your help. So I have partnered with Delta Rescue, founded by actor Leo Grillo, to rescue some of them. 40-year-old Delta Rescue is the only no-kill, care-for-life animal sanctuary of its kind, home to more than 1,500 rescued dogs, cats, and horses on a 150-acre ranch. Visit deltarescue.org bill 
to get Delta Rescue's free estate planning package to learn how to grow your estate while letting your compassion for animals live on well into the future. That's deltarescue.org forward slash bill to get this free estate planning package. I have donated. And since it's the holiday season, enjoy the movie Magic on Delta Rescue's website free. Magic is the heartwarming story of a Christmas dog that is an angel played by Christopher Lloyd. DeltaRescue.org forward slash Bill. Welcome back. Bill O'Reilly here, and I'm joined once again by the President of the United States. I've got two more questions for you. Outside of the economy, what do you consider your greatest accomplishment as president? Well, most people would consider, and I I think I would too, but uh, I consider building up the military because without the military, all of the other stuff doesn't matter so much. We have to protect ourselves. There's a very violent world out there, including other countries. Uh, But most people would say that what I've done with judges, I have two Supreme Court judges. I have I will soon be at 182 federal judges, including Court of Appeals. 182. Why is that important? It's a record. Explain to the uh, listeners. Why is that important? The whole tenor of the country goes by judges. And Mm -hmm. and I I can tell you that, you know, whether people like hearing it or not, you go before some judges and if you're of a certain persuasion, you cannot win. Okay, you cannot win. Uh, you heard so much about the Ninth Circuit. Well, the Ninth Circuit is almost even now. It was a one-way road, and now it's almost even. Uh, we've appointed many judges to the Ninth Circuit because President Obama foolishly left me 142 judges. It's impossible to believe. I thought he'd have, you know, leave us none. Left us 142, and since then we've uh, approved a lot more than that, a lot more than uh, added on to that. So we're going to have 182 judges within a few months. We've already got approved about 161. And a lot of people would say that's uh, that's a tremendous thing. But I would also say the biggest tax cuts in history, the biggest regulation cuts in history, uh, what I've done for the VA, you don't see VA problems anymore. We got a Veterans Choice approved. We got Veterans Accountability. So if, if people treat our veterans badly, they get fired. We couldn't fire them before. This took 45 years. Nobody could get it approved. I got it approved. Accountability. I mean, we've done a lot, Bill. Uh, we did something that's uh, incredible. Right to try, it's called, where if a person's dying, they can use our modern drugs, even though they're not approved. Right. They, they don't have to go around. Incredible. That's the do big you have... thing. And I never understood why they didn't do that. But it took, for 50 years, they've been trying to get it. I got it approved. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is not in good health. Do you have someone you're going to appoint you want to announce today? No, I don't think about that. I hope she. Uh, I hope she's healthy. Okay. Finally, Thanksgiving. Um, you're not that sentimental, but you are a traditionalist. Um right. What does Thanksgiving mean to you? Well, you know, to me, it's beyond, I think, the original means. It's just giving thanks for everything we have. It's, it's, you know, this is a great country. And I hear all sorts of things that people want to get away with, you know, change the name Thanksgiving. It's like, you know, you hear <laughs> things that are just so incredible. No, Thanksgiving is a very special time, and and it's just really giving thanks to me. It's giving thanks for everything that we have. It's really incredible, and our country is doing well again. Uh, I'll tell you what, had the Democrats won this election, instead of being at record numbers, you'd be at half the number that you were at when they took over. You know, if you look back, everybody said China, 
was going to capture the United States in terms of the economy, would surpass the United States within the second year of the presidency. You know, when I was running, they kept saying that. Well, we picked up trillions and trillions of dollars in value. They've lost trillions. They're having the worst year they've had in 57 because of the tariffs. They're having the worst year that they've had in 57 years. And we're having the best year we've ever had. And we are now so far ahead of them. But if you remember, I'm sure you remember this, that China will catch us in two years, right? And they would have caught us already if Hillary got in. And our stock market would have been half of what it was. So it and sounds to our me. Stock market is, is yeah. up six it sounds to me that, that you are thankful that Hillary Clinton isn't president. <laughs> well, you know, hey, you know what's, what's terrible? Uh, when I won, they were all screaming, lock her up, lock her up. Did a lot of bad things with email. 33,000 emails disappeared and all of these things. But I said, let's get on with it. Let's get on. And, and then she starts writing books and she's nasty. And so, you know, she just couldn't understand. She didn't understand that she lost big. She lost in a landslide. And, you know, the Electoral College is an amazing thing. I'd rather have, frankly, I'd rather have a popular vote. I think I'd win easier. But I didn't campaign in areas. She was campaigning in California. She was campaigning in New York, which is an automatic, I mean, for whatever reason, but, you know, that's true. Right. Automatic wins. And she's campaigning in these places. I say, what's she doing? And we had a, you know, the people would call it, it's 306 to 223. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot. Remember they said I couldn't get to 270, and they were right, I got to 306. So, um, no, I, I think that it would have been a lot different story. We have a great country again, and we have a commander-in-chief that protects its people. I just had a, a thing, semi-controversial to me, wasn't at all. I protected three warfighters that were being very harshly treated. Yeah, it the happened, SEALs. As you know, mm -hmm. they were being very, very harshly treated. I, you know, I've got their back. And, uh, no, we have a great country again. Mr. President, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to talk to uh, all the listeners across the country and the world on the radio. Also want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving, you and your family. Thank I you. I hope you have a great thank time. Thank you very much, Bill. And I hope we thank can... Thank you, uh, and you too. I hope we can talk again soon. Good, we will. And thank you very much, Bill. It's a great honor. Thank you. Do you or a loved one use sleep equipment? Did you know that manufacturers recommend you wash your sleep equipment every day with soap and water? Fortunately, there's an easier option, So Clean, the fast and easy way to maintain your sleep equipment without the hassle of taking your equipment apart. With So Clean, you just put the equipment in, close the lid, walk away. It's 100% waterless. So Clean gives you peace of mind knowing your sleep equipment is properly maintained every night. With nearly 9,000 five-star reviews, it's time you check it out for yourself. My listeners can try So Clean risk-free for 30 nights. Shipping is free as well. So don't wait. Please call 1-800-520-1279 or go to SoClean.com and take advantage of this 30-night risk-free trial. And free shipping as well. Again, 1-800-520-1279 or go to SoClean.com today. You've been hearing about gold all over the news. Prices continue to climb. Not surprising given all the warnings of a recession and the uncertainty of the upcoming election. Americans are looking for stability as a way to protect their savings in retirement. That's why I recommend you consider gold and silver as a safe haven for your savings in retirement. The company I recommend and have for years is American Hartford Gold Group. 
They are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Also, they make it simple and easy for you to invest in physical gold and silver. If you're listening right now, you get a free silver coin from my friends at American Hartford Gold Group. All you have to do is give them a call, 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-G-O-L-D. Call them now to claim your free silver gift for a limited time and tell them Bill sent you. Or visit them online at www.billfreecoin.com. Again, that's 877-444-4653 or billfreecoin.com. So there you go. Uh, Donald Trump uh, being Donald Trump, right? I couldn't get a Thanksgiving uh, sentimental (laughs) thought out of him. But um, I think that was a fairly comprehensive interview of where he is right now, how he sees the nation and the world. He obviously is gearing up for the campaign of 2020. And remember, the first votes, the first primaries are in January. So that's uh, not even two months. I mean, we're uh, steaming toward a very intense um, election. Now, one of the things that I took away from what you just heard is that the president is confident he's going to make a China deal, which will help the economy. He's going to designate the Mexican cartels as terror groups, which means we could attack them physically and militarily, attack the drug cartels. And he is gearing up for a confrontation with the state of California about the awful homeless situation that exists out there. So I hope you enjoyed the interview. I am Bill O'Reilly. I hope you have a terrific Thanksgiving, and thanks for listening today.